Hello everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome to the new and improved, maybe, question mark, pixelated sausage podcast. I was thinking about rebranding it to the pixelated sausage feed and I may still do that. However, I don't think that quite rolls off the tongue and this still is going to be in podcast form. So there's nothing really going against it still being called the pixelated sausage podcast that being the podcast for pixelated sausage content which is where this show is going to transition to if you remember from i believe it was last week's episode maybe it was two weeks ago i talked about being a bit burnt out on this show in particular that my heart wasn't in it and hasn't been in it for a while now, maybe even up to a year. It's it's just been a bit rough going. So I was trying to think over the last few weeks of how I could spice things up, how I could change things to both make the content better for you, the listener, and for me, the creator, the host, the producer, the what have you. And What I fell on is something that may sound like it would actually be more work, but it wouldn't really, and it it would lead to me not dreading everything either, but the plan is instead of having the traditional weekly long-form show where I talk about a bunch of different topics on one giant show, I would instead transition to a lot more short-form and more frequent content. So I would put out an episode only about one game or one TV show or one movie or what have you. And in that way, I would be able to put together something much more easily because it would be shorter. And you, the listener, can see an episode and read the description because the description will be more (laughs) descriptive. It'll be less of me trying to pigeonhole all the content in a few sentences that are more jokey than anything else. So you'll get an idea of what the topic is about. For instance, this episode is going to be about Baku, Hundreds of Melodies, which is a visual novel. And I'll get to it in more depth shortly, but the description will have that information in it. And if you see that and say to yourself or know that you're not really into visual novels, and I I will also give an idea, if not just flat out tell you, what I think about it, and you can just choose to listen or not from that, because I'll go into more detail as to why in the actual episode. But if you see that the game, movie, TV show, etc. I'm covering for that particular episode is not something that tickles your fancy, then you can just skip it and wait for the next episode. And there won't be a strict schedule, which I think is going to be one of the biggest factors in making this not something I dread every week because there could be four episodes in one week. There could be two. There could be one. There could be whoever knows. I don't know. You don't know. No one knows because it's just going to come out as I play something, as I watch something, and have something to say about it instead of trying to throw in all these things into this one long episode that just ends up meandering and by the time I get to this game or that game, I've lost interest in continuing the podcast. Like, I think this will end up being a good thing for all of us, for me, for you, for everyone involved, which is just me and you. 
really, as the creator and the consumer. And with no further ado, let's get on to the topic of this day's episode. I was going to say this week, and I'm like, no, it's just, it's just today. It's, it's right now, the here and the now, which is, again, Baku hundreds of melodies. And maybe it's, maybe it's Q because this is a Chinese developed game and it's spelled B-A-I space Q-U colon hundreds of melodies. So maybe it's Q, but Baku, I, I like the way Baku sounds because it sounds like fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not lying there. Baku, fuck you. I, I like that, but it's probably more Q, right? Because C-H-A-I is chai. So Q, hundreds of melodies. Yeah, that's probably right. Eh, I still prefer Q, But I'm going to, I'm going to call it now Q because that just sounds right. And I'd rather be accurate. And there's a, there's a mustache here that went into my mouth. Anywho, Q, hundreds of melodies is a visual novel about a young man who befriends a young girl and you are as the neighbor of the young girl learning about this young man's relationship with the girl because she passed away you you discover this at the very beginning of the the game and then you you meet the college student the young man and he begins to tell you about his first interaction with her and their relationship however i did not get that far in the game i played it for about 30 minutes and you're probably saying to yourself 30 minutes is nothing at all when it comes to visual novels how can you really have any opinion whatsoever on this game how can you say anything with any sense of authority and why should i listen to what you have to say you're telling me should i care about this game why should i care about what you have to say when you've barely played any of it and i would agree in most cases but I only needed five minutes, if that, to know that this is something I would not be able to stick with. And I played it for 30 minutes just to see if this problem, problem, problem persisted throughout the entire experience. And just based on that 30 minutes, I am going to assume that this is something that persists throughout the entire game, which is roughly 8 to 12 hours, according to the developers. This was published by Rodalika Games and developed by Magenta Factory. And the problem with the game is that the localization and English translation is terrible. It makes it really hard to engage with the story when you constantly have to pause and say, wait, what, what, what did I just read? I, this is of course going to vary from person to person as to how much of a problem this is. But as someone who is mildly dyslexic and has reading comprehension issues, I struggled getting through those first 30 minutes. And it's a bummer because that, that does not have any factor in as far as the quality of the story or the game itself, I, I can't speak to that because I am reading it not in its native language, but in its translated, localized text. And 
it, it seems as if it was translated using Google Translate or something of a similar sort and then just put out there and then maybe cleaned up a little bit. But the the word usage and sentence structure is really weird at times and doesn't make sense. And then in some cases, they they use weird sound bites or whatever for various sound effects. So when you knock at the door, if you if you're referring to a character knocking at a door, knocking on a door, what would you use to illustrate verbally those knocks? Would you do knock, knock, knock? You would, wouldn't you, right? For at least English speakers, native English speakers, a knocking at the door, because it's a knocking at the door, would be knock, 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 right? However, that's not how it is in by Q. They instead use talk, 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 which doesn't make any sense. That is like the the second sound of a clock moving along. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. But knocking, the thing that makes it weird too is that they will say like talk, talk, talk. So-and-so character was knocking at the door. And it just makes you say to yourself, why didn't you just say knock, knock, knock? Why is it talk, talk, talk? Is that some literal translation? What is it there that led to that weird choice, that weird word choice? And then for the ringing of the doorbell, they use dong, 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 which kind of fits, but you would expect more ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong. But the real kicker with the dongs that made it significantly more confusing is that when you, I believe it was your character who was ringing the doorbell of the Lee family, you were then met by one of your other neighbors who was referred to as Granny Dong. And I'm pretty sure that the Dong 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 had no relation to Granny Dong. She just happened to be called Granny Dong and the ringing of the doorbell was also just donging. But it was confusing. And I'm just assuming that they were unrelated, but maybe they were. It just seems weird to use dong for this doorbell right when you are introduced to a character whose name has dong in it. Just dongs everywhere. And then there's just weird sentence structure where things are out of the traditional order or pluralizations when a subject is singular and stuff like that. There's just all these little things and some bigger things that lead to a really weird experience as a native English speaker, which I have to stress because in the native language that this game was developing in in Chinese, it could very well be a very well-written story but I just can't get past all the errors. It's just a bummer because it really does, it does make it impossible to engage with the rest of the story. So I can't really speak to anything else because it just is, it's, it's impossible for me, at least for me, to just ignore all that because it's constantly refreshed in my memory. Because every time I read it, I'm just, 
seeing this little thing and that little thing. And I can't not notice all these little errors and, and whatnot. It doesn't help that this is the first visual novel I've played post Doki Doki Literature Club, which is an incredible game, just not an incredible visual novel. It's just an incredible game, a magical game, a special game. And it was going to be hard for any visual novel to follow that experience and not be just judged up, down, left, and right in comparison to that. So it already had a hard a hard act to follow. And because of the, the issues with the localization and translation, I can't even really give it a fair shot because it just it's it's impossible for me to, to deal with that. And then on top of that, this is a visual novel. Visual is in the title. I struggle with most visual novels because I find it hard to understand why I am reading this on my TV, why this is a video game, why it's just not a novel. And BiQ is especially bad on the visual side as well because it tells you more often than it shows you anything. I know there's a limitation of what you can do with a visual novel, but so often the text is just on static blank backgrounds without even character profiles that are emoting here and there while you're conversing with them. For example, when you go to the hospital to see your sick father and your mother and your father's there, the father is, of course, in the bed and the mother is like sitting beside him, you don't see your parents. You get descriptive texts about them and you hear them doing this or that or are told that the father may laugh at this or do this gesture. You see none of it. I have no idea what my parents look like because the game couldn't even show me a static, unmoving image of them. It may show me them later down the line, but in that moment when I was at the hospital in the room with them, I got nothing. I just got this empty room that had text coming at me and at me and at me. There was a section that was just text on black screen for an extended period of time. So even in the visual sense, BiQ fails to deliver even the bare minimum. So it it just is something that maybe could have been an okay game and maybe is not as bad as it seems in its original language. But as it stands, I can't recommend it to anyone unless you are looking for a game that will likely give you a thousand achievement points with little effort. You would just turn on all the, the speed up things so you'd speed up the dialogue allow you to skip things that you haven't seen and just do that. So, I mean, if that is your jam, then go ahead and pick up BiQ. But if you're, if you're looking for a quality visual novel, I, I think BiQ is near the bottom of the ones that I've played recently. Because I've played quite a few, and playing BiQ almost makes me appreciate the ones that I couldn't get into a little bit more because at least they were well-written and they may have all been by native English speakers, but even if they weren't, they were still localized, translated in a way that they they sounded good to an English speaker. But again, that is by Q, hundreds of melodies, B-A-I-Q-U, colon, hundreds of melodies. I played it on Xbox, and I'm 
I'm sure it's on everything because a lot of Rodalike Games joints are. But again, I played it on Xbox and it is $10.999 with a 20% off launch discount uh, for nine more days at the time of recording, at, at this day of, of release. So you have nine more days to get it at $7.99, at least on Xbox. I, I would assume, again, that like the game itself, this sale is on other platforms as well. But yeah, that is it. And that is all for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast or whatever I'm going to call this thing. However, this thing is going to go. I hope you all enjoy this. If you check this episode out, if you were curious about BiQ, Hundreds of Melodies, and you wanted to know what it was and if you should care, I hope you now know the answer to both those questions and are able to make a decision because of them. So I hope you all like this this new format. And uh, yeah. Anywho, that is it. That is all. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and Attack the Backlog, both of which are available on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out me streaming every weeknight from 8 p.m. Central to 11 p.m. Central over at twitch.tv slash pxsausage. If you'd like to check out the nicer, more edited, refined video content I produce, you can go over to youtube.com slash sausage and watch a video or two there, including Attack the Backlog, which is best consumed in video form. The next episode will either be Pumpkin Jack or Doki Doki Literature Club, depending on how work and everything shakes out and if I get that episode done in time. It shouldn't take long, but it just is a matter of getting it done. So, uh, yeah, look forward to all of that. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go back to the site, pixelatedsausage.com, and if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye!